Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix here in RNIB Connect Radio. Now it's that time again. It's time to cross to San Diego to speak to the gorgeous girl gone blind, Maria Johnson. Hello, Mrs. How are you this week? I am terrific. How are you, Jill? Oh, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Have you had a good week over there in sunny California? Yeah, it's been good. It's been, I've been, I feel really productive. I don't know what that's all about, but <laughs> I'm feeling really productive. And maybe my mood is a bit uplifted because I lost a couple pounds. So, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. <laughs> Well, do you know, I've lost a couple of pounds as well because I'm still doing my Muay Thai and I'm still uh, with my personal trainer. In fact, um, yes, I've had two sessions now and uh, he works me hard. But I tell you, it's it's Mm. worth it. I mean, I feel miserable while I'm doing it. I feel pretty miserable after it, but it's the next day. I feel better for having done it. So, yes. Um, but it does have a lot to do with your moods as well. Because I think, you know, if you are feeling a bit fed up or, you know, a bit kind of demoralized or whatever, it's good to be able to kind of take that kind of feeling out on machines and punch bags and, you know, just work mm-hmm. it off with some exercise. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, goes hand in hand, you know, um, mental health, and physical health, you know, uh, moods or how your body feels goes along with uh, exercise and eating right. And we talked about that a little bit last week when we talked about you getting into this new personal training routine. And it really can have an effect on your mood. I mean, long term even. And I know after I get done teaching a class, I'm like walking outside going, hey, what's going on? What's going on? You know, I'm like, super energized but you know it, it it does settle down after a while but you know you do walk out with this kind of you know whew, feeling and the next day the after effects may be sore muscles you know you're kind of moving a little bit oh a little sore but it's a good feeling it's a good feeling it really is maria is listen speaking of moods As somebody who, you know, has had sight for the majority of your life and then has now become partially sighted. Now, you know, you can read very, very, very large print, but, you know, you don't necessarily see what's going on in people's faces. Do you find that you can walk into a room and somebody doesn't even need to open their mouth and you can sense an atmosphere, you can sense a mood? And does it affect your mood? Absolutely. Absolutely. And when I first lost my sight, one of the biggest questions I had was, how was I going to be able to tell if anyone was angry or upset or, you know, sad? I mean, I thought, how am I going to be able to tell? I can't see their face. But I was assured within time I would be able to tell. And you know what? They were right. Because I can walk into a room, as you said, and I can just feel it's like a prickly porcupine and you're like oh this doesn't feel good and it can be just somebody sitting there not saying a thing it's just this weird vibe you know a thick thick feeling of oh and it almost gives me anxiety if I let it do you know what I mean I know exactly what you mean because it does make me feel anxious as well and it makes me feel like I'm getting angry because I'm angry at that person for being so selfish and affecting my mood or the people around me's moods you know it's just incredible how 
it could be one person it could be you know two people that are fighting with each other and there's maybe an atmosphere between two people but you know it's just so selfish and sometimes I wish people would be a bit more considerate in thinking about other people around them and how their moods affect them. Yeah, and the thing is, is that probably nine times out of 10, that mood that they're in has nothing to do with you or No, us. that's true. It, it has nothing to do with us, but for whatever reason, I don't know if this, I can't really recall if this was different when I was sighted or, or now partially sighted, that I would take their mood on I don't know, like to lift their burden, I'll, I'll carry it, you know, that's just probably me, you know, I will let it affect me. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not even in a bad mood. I don't know why I'm feeling anxious. And why do I feel like somehow this is my fault when it's, it's just simply them. And they say, do not take this kind of thing personally. This is on them. This, we don't know really, this could be at home or maybe in the workplace we don't really know what's going on in their mind and maybe what they've had to deal with, you know, at other parts of the day. So, you know, we have to kind of push it away and say, it has nothing to do with me. I didn't do anything. I just walked in a room <laughs> and that's it. So I've had to work a lot on not taking it personally and it being my fault automatically. Yes, and that's a very difficult thing to do, especially if somebody or that person in the bad mood is kind of snapping at you because of something completely different or they're making you feel uncomfortable. I mean, you know, it could be anywhere. It could be, I've sat in a train before and sensed a bad mood from the conductor and that's put me mm. in a bad mood. I've sat in a restaurant before and sensed that the, you know, the staff, are you know maybe not happy or whatever and that has put me in a bad mood and and I just think you know I hate people transferring their negative emotions onto me when actually you know I was quite happy in the first place but they've affected mm -hmm. my day and you just think you know sort your head out sort yourself out and stop putting mm -hmm. it on other people if you are in a bad mood are you are fed up you know with a situation leave it at home do you know what I mean or, or mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. leave it out of of everybody else's life I just it just annoys me yeah yeah true true leave it at the door right and one of uh, the things when I was going through um, fitness instructor training they said don't bring a bad mood or whatever you're going through into the class. So whatever it is, you leave it at the door, you open the doors and you go in and you are the group fitness instructor. None of your problems should be anybody else's problems when you are in front of that class. And I've always remembered that. And I've, I've had to do that, you know, many times going, okay, drop the mood, drop the depression or whatever it is and get in there and be perky and cheery and, you know, lead the class. But I do agree with you. It is incredibly selfish to almost be so negative that you decide you're going to throw it all around you so that everyone else can feel how you feel. And you're like, no, 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 no. I mean, you can't even talk about it because that is <laughs> so you know, angry. It, it, it is. It's that. You, it's like you're stepping in negativity, you know, on the floor. It's just you know, like sewage <laughs> seeping out. And it's it's awful. It really is awful. And it might not just affect yourself. It can affect an entire train, like you said, train car, office, 
car? How about in the car? Oh, you know, the no. drivers in the oh, mood. No. Oh, no. Oh, you know, oh. I used to suffer that every <laughs> other weekend when my mom used to come and collect me from school on a Friday night. And, you know, I was at a boarding school and, and you know, we'd be maybe an hour and a half away from home, but the traffic was always terrible. And, you know, I used to sit mm-hmm. and internally rage at my mm-hmm. mother for making me and my sister feel so bad about the traffic. Like, Mm. you know, to the point where it was almost our fault. And I get these moments where I just want to burst out and actually say to the person, do you realize what you're doing? You know, Mm. but I never, I never had the guts with my mom. (laughs) Well, I don't, I almost, yeah, not against mother. (laughs) I don't think they do. I think it's part of their personality. Yeah. That they don't even realize, you know, and, you know, if you are being picked up or taken somewhere and there's traffic, it's almost like I start apologizing. Sorry for the traffic, but I have to be at some place and I have to go. And if I could have driven, I would, but I can't, you know, and you're just make, you're just like dancing around eggshells all the time when somebody is chronically in a bad mood. But let's, let's go here. How about you walk in a room and somebody is overjoyed with some good news or something like that? That is an incredible feeling. Do you know something, Maria? It is. And actually it completely lifts my spirits. If it maybe I'm feeling a bit kind of like, oh, it's Monday morning or Or, you know, oh, I can't be bothered. I'm tired. And just hearing somebody being chirpy about something or just being friendly can really Mm -hmm. lift your spirits as well. I mean, you know, life can be difficult enough, particularly when you're living with a disability. To walk into a room where particularly able-bodied people are are making you feel bad, plus you're having a bad morning yourself. Mm. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. you've bumped into a wall. I mean, I do these. Sometimes I can walk into a wall and get so incredibly upset, it'll affect my morning. Now, I won't bring it into work, but I feel it. Mm -hmm. But if I can walk in here and somebody tells me some good news or somebody's chirpy or bright or breezy, whatever, it can. It can lift your mood. It really can. And, you know, some examples of that is my daughter will come home from school and maybe she aced a test or got an A on a report. You know, automatically I'm just, you know, I'm just so happy with her Mm -hmm. because, you know, life is stressful enough. So those little moments of I got an A, I did well on a quiz or a test or my son comes home and he had a good day and some of the coworkers he's working with are really friendly. Gosh, you know, it just warms my heart. It, it really, really does. And it almost takes a little bit of the mom burden off of me going, okay, all is good with my children. <sighs> <laughs> I can just, I can relax a little bit right now, you know, because once a mother, always a mother. And some of the moms listening right now, you know what I mean. But um, yeah, I mean, even if our you know, you have your little precious Patty and I have my, my cats, you know, they can even strike your mood. You know, it's cuddly and snuggly and whatever, or they're being a little pain in the, you know, what, <laughs> you know, like, yes. oh, you know, I mean, can't you get your butt in the litter box cat? I mean, why is, you know, they poop over the side. It's, but then, you know, they come up and they meow and, you know, or probably same with Patty. I imagine, you know, animals have an effect on our mood. 
Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I can be cuddling Paddy and then he'll kind of, you know, I'll be on the bed with him and we'll be, you know, having a wee snuggle and then he'll kind of disappear for five minutes and I turn around and he's, you know, bitten a hole in the duvet cover and I just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I've gone from loving this animal yeah. to wanting to throw him in the bin and it mm. just, <laughs> he does my head in. But yes. yeah, I wouldn't be yes. without him. Yes. I wouldn't be without him. Of course. Same here. Same here. I think animals are wonderful companions. And, you know, they really have unconditional love. One thing I heard a while ago, I said, every time you walk in the door and see your pet, they look at you like they haven't seen you forever. They're that excited, that happy all the time. And each time you see them, they're pretty darn excited. And, you know, again, your bad mood, maybe coming in from a day at work or you know, coming from a, you know, a really horrible day of, you know, trying to get some shopping done. And then there's your pets and you're like, oh, and they sense, I, I truly believe they sense when we're upset or sad because when I was losing my vision, you know, a few years back, I had a little dog named Roxy and I'd had her for years, 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 but I'll tell you, she always sat next to me. She could just tell when I was, you know, just in my depression and sadness over this vision. And she just would snuggle up on me and be right next to me all the time. And you know what? She got me through some pretty rough moments when I was in the midst of losing vision. And I think, you know, pets, they do have these therapy dogs and cats and peacocks and God knows what these days, because you hear these news articles about these therapy animals that are like hamsters and stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) really? I mean, I think, I think somebody told me they heard a story about a therapy peacock. Are you kidding me? (laughs) For real? You know, there is there is something you said about animals helping moods, especially people who, you know, need that companionship and not feeling alone is, you know, is a big thing. So as crazy as my cats can be and as smelly as the job of taking care of them. I wouldn't trade them for anything like you and Paddy. Oh, definitely not. And, you know, Paddy does sense, you know, if I'm upset, he will jump on me and he will lick the tears from my eyes. I mean, Mm. literally lick the tears coming down my face. Um, Mm. And he can't. It's almost like he's it makes him a little bit anxious. Like he can't lick my tears away quick enough. So that makes me kind of stop crying because I think, you know, I don't want to upset him either. But I tell you something, Maria Johnson, you are one lady that always lifts my spirits. Always, always, always. (laughs) There's never been an occasion where you've made me feel fed up or down or negative. I love you to bits. And it's always great to have you on the program. If anybody wants to read your blogs, Maria, what's the best way? Well, they can find my blog at girlgoneblind.com and on Facebook at girlgoneblind and on Twitter at girl underscore gone underscore blind. And Jill, right back at you. My mornings that I chat with you, it really does start my day off so superbly but you never know what's gonna happen the rest of the day right but at least we can start (laughs) I can start my day and you can end your day because we do know the time difference here you can end your day on on a happier note and I'm of course being the UK BFFs that we are (laughs) oh definitely my USA BFF Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about listen Mm. it's always a pleasure and I look forward already to speaking to you next week All right, Jill. Have a great rest of the week and talk to you later. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.